Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense or knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. My guest today is a survivor. She's learned what works for her and she listens to that. She's a dog lover. She loves the beach. She's somebody who has been a lifelong learner and she loves to teach people what she's learned. She's also what I would call a gentle messenger. My guest today is Linda Ward. A little note, the sound quality isn't what I wanted at the start of this podcast, but please stick with it as there's some beautiful messages in this podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda, for coming today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Heather. It's an honor to be here with you. It's going to be really neat as we go through today because I know just what I know of you, that you have a message to share. Can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I've been using my intuition since I was a young child. I probably negotiate some through some uh, environments when I was younger and uh, have developed a practice doing that and like to help people with my intuition and mostly my heart is based with children, elderly and dogs and cats, but I have people of all ages come see me. Perfect. Yeah, that's, I think, where we're a little bit the same. It's like the little ones, the animals, and the seniors. It's, there's something special about that demographic that gets into our hearts a little bit deeper, it seems almost, isn't it? It does, because I think those those are the innocents, and uh, children are looking for love, animals are looking for love, and seniors need love. So I think it's easier for us to translate what we do to them. So I know lately that you've gotten more into working with the animals. Tell me a little bit about that. So my dog passed about a year and a half ago, and I've always had a real connection to animals and worked on my dog and had a few animals come into my vibration while my dog Callie was alive. But since she's passed over, mm-hmm. I've seemed to have more animals, more and more, almost weekly, a new animal person will call me up and say, hey, would you come do some bone therapy on my dog, or would you come do some Reiki therapy on my dog, or... I heard you work with dogs or cats or can you come and do a treatment on my dog? Fantastic. And I feel truly my dog, Callie, is my guide, guiding that, reminding me that animals need help as well as people. So I always feel privileged when I get an opportunity to work with with an animal. Oh, absolutely. Some people may not know what bone is. What's bone? So bone is putting little clicks in the body and it's neurological. So your brain receives that input and then the neurological response back to repair the body wherever it may be damaged. So it's a kind of a feedback system. You're trying to reset the feedback system as far as the nerves and the brain is concerned. Exactly. Okay. And Reiki. Maybe there's people that don't know what Reiki is. Reiki is balancing the energy. So we've all gone through stuff in life that has created maybe a PTSD, like a trauma that's created a PTSD, 
or a difficult, stressful situation that has just disrupted the system a little bit. And the system needs rebalancing, meaning the central nervous system, the chakras, the cranial sacral system. It all needs a rebalancing, like a reset to come back, mm-hmm. to sort of reboot back to where you were before this trauma uh-huh. and this stress has happened. Okay. So it's a rebalancing of all of that. Okay. And I have a feeling that you probably integrate everything you know into a session. Have a little Yeah. You seem to be not one that likes compartments. It's just like, what do you need? Exactly. And mm-hmm. so if I, like, for example, I went to do ball and therapy a dog a couple weeks ago, but when I got there, I discovered, no, this dog is not all ball and therapy. Mm-hmm. This dog is getting very close to going over to the other side. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do right now, we're just going to rebalance the cranial fluid and do some energy balancing and sort of connect and just give the dog kind of permission that it's it's okay. okay it's okay yeah you know because if you tune into the dog when or a person when they're getting close to pass over they will, they will communicate that yeah and they will say um i'm kind of done with that stuff now yeah and just make me comfortable till i go over please yeah yeah and sometimes i know one of my dogs he was 15 year old collie and it took my neighbor saying, you know, do you think Joey's staying here because of you? And I was like, oh, my God, you, you can't do that. Like, I, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'll miss Joey, but I'll be fine. And I went right back home and I sat down with Joey in the eyes. And I said, you don't have to stay here. And the worst night we went through we both woke up the next morning and it was like we're not doing that again are we and the next day it was it was dignity it was you know this so animals i think will do things like that they'll be martyrs for pete's sakes because they think the person needs them more and sometimes to have that external feedback is beneficial so having a practitioner like yourself come in and or, or my neighbor, for example, come in and go, mm, how's this going? Or even giving that dog the permission, the validation that, yes, I see it too, maybe. Like, sure, let's do this for you and make you comfortable. And then, and then it just supports the owner through the process because it's kind of an early warning sign a little bit. I would agree with that because I think as, as pet owners, we have a tendency to hang on longer than we should mm-hmm. because we don't want to let them go. And, you know, have that void in our life. And I think through that, we're making our animals suffer mm-hmm. because they, they are ready to go. And it is a natural progression of life. And when we see that, we have to do what you just That's said. Is we have to honor them. Yeah. And for the time that they were here, the love that we shared with them. And then let them go to the other side. And that they will be there with waiting for us at some point. Well, and they don't go away. Right? No, <laughs> they don't. They don't go away. They just have to be three feet up from the ground and they don't have pain and they don't have a physical anymore, but they're they're still always right there. It's incredible when you when you tune in and they're open to it that and even if you're not open to it, sometimes they'll show themselves, isn't that true? Yeah. You, it's so beautiful. What I found when I when my dog passed mm-hmm. was probably coming up into two weeks ahead. That I had that the busiest two weeks in my practice at that point, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to make it through this these next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I just went into prayer and said, okay, well, I'm just going to go day by day. Mm-hmm. If I wake up tomorrow and I find I'm going to have to cancel my clients, I'm going to cancel the clients, mm-hmm. and that's okay sure. because I have to honor 
how I feel, and I have to honor my clients. But the miraculous thing about it is every day that passed, I felt lighter and lighter and lighter. Mm -hmm. And I knew that my dog was with me and giving me that that feeling Mm -hmm. to be able to go forward and do the continue to do the work that I was doing without feeling all of that stress. Mm -hmm. I just I just and I would and I said I'll just go day by day through this and I'll just wait and see how I feel. And it's amazing when you can do that and connect to them because they're excited. And they still want to be with you. Yeah. They just don't want the pain that they're suffering through. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And the freedom that comes yeah, I mean, so if anybody who's had that near-death experience and they're like, why did you bring me back? <laughs> like, so in a sense, we're keeping them from that. How is that? Right. But it, it's such a personal thing. And that's just a, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the miracle of you could so see the hand of God in the day that my dog passed. Uh-huh. You know, you could so see how everything lined up for my daughter to be there, for, for me to have my cell phone on me, for her to be able to reach me. For us to be able to get to the vet in an emergency situation, like everything mm-hmm. just fell into place. And we could, you know, looking back after the shock of it, because uh, I never knew it was coming. I mean, I put her out to pee at nine o'clock that morning, I put her to sleep at four o'clock that afternoon with no inclination, with a few things that week, mm-hmm. but no, like, okay, you know, she's suffering, let's put her down, mm-hmm. like that decision. It was just very quick. But looking back after, you see the miracle in the hand of God in that. And for that, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And to remember that we can still connect to that love. That feeling of love is still there. Because yeah. if not, I couldn't continue to grow lighter as the weeks and the days went on after her passing. Right. So, well, and they say, all right, borrowed it from somewhere. They break your heart open so you can put another one in there. They <laughs> so do. They yeah. so do. And, you know, the things about mm-hmm. animals is their pure, unconditional love with no judgment at any time. Mm-hmm. And we owe it to them to not allow them to suffer. Mm-hmm. And as hard as, as it is to surrender and let go, like you just said, it breaks your heart wide open. And I can honestly say that I know without a doubt what pure unconditional love is because of my dog. Yeah. You know, and it's such a feeling to know that. It's yeah. it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It truly is a We're, beautiful feeling. They're gifts, really, right? <laughs> oh they're just it's yeah. just yeah, it's pure but yeah. you got to tap into that and be and 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 listen mm-hmm. because we all can do it you know what we do is no it's not it's not, every, special. It's not special. <laughs> and, and anybody can do what we can do yeah if you just connect to your heart and listen so that brings me to the next thing some people will be like i don't hear any words how do you you hear is that one of your ways? Do you feel? Do you know? Do you see? What has your instinct come? Well, basically, my main intuition would be a feeling. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would believe that's clear sentient. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a feeling. Uh, but sometimes I hear. If I'm not, if you, so if you're not tuning into your feelings sometimes, because we sometimes don't, we have a lot of stuff going on. Right. And sometimes you're not tuned into that. So they'll, up, I say they upgrade it. Okay, you're not getting it this way. I'm going to give it to you another way. Yeah. And then they'll, they, you'll hear it. And then and then say, oh, she didn't feel it. She didn't hear it. Now we're going to give it to her in a dream or another message. It's going to come from some, uh, maybe a, someone that you're standing next to in the grocery store. Right. Right. Message. A message will come from another way because they're always guiding. And it's for us to figure out what is that message? What is that intuition trying to show me? And then follow that. I swear it makes like, I 
said it a few times on these podcasts, simpler, easier, safer, all those things. It so does. And, you know, when you know that sometimes and you don't follow that, you'll see what will happen when you don't follow that. You think, yeah, I knew that. I was told that way back there two months ago, but didn't listen and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've had that experience, which is no big deal. But the next time that you get that, listen and follow that mm-hmm. because then you can get to where you're going a lot faster. You had one of those hiccups? I've had hiccups. Oh, I've had many hiccups. Yeah. But what, and it used to come three times. So I'd hear something one time, think, oh, yeah, okay. And then I hear it again, say, oh, yeah, okay. And by the third time, I was like, okay, I got the message. That only has to come twice. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be saying that I could be as good the first time around, <laughs> yeah. but chances are no. Yeah. It usually comes twice, but I get it on the second time around. Years ago, I used to say, I need to hear things seven times because the person I was spending time with, she'd give me a word, give me a sentence, give me a paragraph. I'm like, can you just give me the whole story the first time around and then I'll get it? Like enough with the clues, just give me the whole story. And it's funny because intuition isn't always like that. You don't know the whole story. You just need to know the next thing. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you might not do the whole thing. Because it could be intimidating where you're going or what you're doing next, or it could be a decision about a relationship, and you're just like, oh, I'm not going to do that yet. So if you if you're just told to look for the next thing, or you know, in my immaturity back then, it's like I want the whole story. I'm not going to do anything until I get that whole story. And so yeah, made a few foibles in, in my needing to listen seven times. <laughs> well, and that's but, just, it, it's learning too, yeah. right? It's growth. Yes. And learning, you know, maturity. and maturity, mm-hmm. right? And, and trusting. Mm-hmm. Trusting, I think, is a, is a big thing. Well, and I think, too, it, it's also where you can sometimes place the power. So if I look at myself now versus then, I have a much greater faith and a much bigger trust and much bigger connection with what I call God. Versus then I was, I was searching for anything that looked like God mm-hmm. kind of thing. So muscle testing or, you know, listening to somebody who channels or listening to. And so the messages maybe were coming through that, but it wasn't direct drive like it is now. So now it's like the, the connection is there because I, I nurture the connection. And I think if people would nurture their connection with their intuition or or with whatever they call their higher power, be it Mother Nature for people, or be it God, or be it positive aspects of it, whatever they can call it, if they nurture it, I think, then they'll get more connected. Uh, I don't know. Where, where's your world on that? I, I agree with that 100%. I think like it's like uh, learning to drive. You know, when you first learn to drive, when you first get your driver's license, you know, you get in, and you, you're not really sure, you know, when you get in the, you're driving down the road, and you're you're on the road and you're kind of inching back and forth between and you just you're just not comfortable with it mm. but then after six months you get in the car and you're just cranking the tune and you're just driving down the highway you're not even thinking about it anymore you're just cruising mm-hmm. i think with intuition is the same way you have to go back to it all the time you have to nurture it you have to honor it you have to build it it's like a muscle you have to build that but if you do that work to build that that intuition like you said that channel becomes very strong Mm-hmm. And it's there and it's constant. Yeah. And when you don't listen, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, how can I not listen? Because I just know you trust the next step is going to be provided for you in a sense. And like, but we're all still human. So sometimes life 
does funny things to us and we're like oh gosh did that actually happen like did that actually happen and and there's no mistakes in another sense right so even when we don't listen maybe we had to go learn that to reconfirm that we need to stay in that alignment with ourselves right and you have to have that experience to go through that and remembering that we're all souls so we've chose to learn certain things and so the blinders will be on at certain times because we have ch- our soul has chose to learn that. So we have to go through that experience. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if the blinders run on, we will not go through that experience. Okay. So never beat yourself up through an experience that you've gone through. Just love yourself through that and unconditionally and love others through that unconditionally without judgment to know that that was an experience that you shared. And that you probably chose. And you did choose 100%. So it's like, you know, don't be sitting back saying, oh, I'm really angry that that happened when you probably chose that on another level at some point anyways. Mm-hmm. And that's okay as long as you learn from that. Because if you don't, you will repeat that right. until you get that. Because your soul wants to heal it and it wants to get it. And people right now might be saying, seriously, somebody chose to live in Syria right now? Or seriously, look at what's going on in and." Africa with the flooding or any of the natural disasters and so maybe we need to clarify a little bit on that it's one one perspective that was shared with me at one point was that we we choose to learn about an emotion so the soul and the sun I think is a book the little soul and the sun is a book and that's where this is coming from is that some that little soul wanted to learn about forgiveness but it didn't necessarily identify how it would learn about forgiveness once it hit earth so it it, it could have gone any number of ways if you think about how forgiveness can be played out (laughs) so i don't know whether we actually choose i don't know what's your perspective on that do you think we choose particular events or do you think it's how things play out so that we can learn a particular message or or lesson or i don't know maybe i haven't thought about this before i don't know yeah, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good thing to think about. I think we choose to learn, like you said, maybe about anger. Mm-hmm. So you're placed in a home where maybe there was lots of anger going on. So then you can say, okay, do I wish to be angry or do I wish to be forgiving of that? I remember one time a client came to me and this is what she told me and I was really blown away by this, but she said to me, uh, my brother was murdered. She was a native lady, and you know there's a lot of stuff going on in the caves. She said, my brother was murdered. And she said, when the police came to the house to tell me and my parents that my brother was murdered, she said, my first thought was, what is inside somebody that wants to kill somebody else? Mm. And she said, I went to study criminology because I wanted to know that. Mm. Wow. And I was moved by her story because I thought my first response probably would have been, a lot of anger right. if somebody had murdered my brother Absolutely. because you love them so much. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was blown away by her response that she actually wasn't angry and just, you know, consoled her parents but went off to study criminology and has a, a beautiful career in that today. Wow. Because of that event. So there's an example of how you can yeah. take a tragedy and turn it into such a beautiful gift of for uh, others. For others. Yeah. Wow. So did did her soul choose that? I believe she did. I believe she chose to come into a family where knowing full well her brother would be murdered. Mm-hmm. 
and that she could go on from that event and help others. to help others and do amazing work on reserves all over Canada. Wow. So there you have it. Who knows, people? Both answers are right, likely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. So who knows? Who knows? So, I mean, it's just... That's incredible. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, I think we can you can take an experience and you can either, you know, say, okay, that's experience that, that has happened and move forward and take the gift from that. Or you can stay in, in, the, the, experience. in, in the experience. Mm-hmm. And we all have a free will choice. And if you ch- choose to stay in that experience, it's not right or wrong either. It's just your choice and your free will choice, and you're allowed to have that free will choice. Yeah. But as souls or as human beings, we want to look at animals and see how they can resemble love in regardless of what environment or situation that they are in. They can come back to that. And we're supposed to learn from that and bring our vibration to that point because we all want to feel peace. We all want to feel love. We all want to feel that we belong and we have community and we have family. And if you're not, if, if that's that, those are the promises of God. And and that's why they're more evolved than we are. Right? Because <laughs> they figured it out. Because they figured that out. They're trying to teach us. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for inviting me here, Heather. I absolutely love having this conversation with you. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community.